What's going on, everybody? You're listening to the High Performance Producer Podcast, where we give you the catalyst to enhance your music career and stop procrastination through actionable strategies. Join myself, Cody, and my co-host, Jared, on a journey to unlock your true potential and gain the skills of self-confidence, discipline, self-control, and the grit needed to optimize your musical journey. What is good, everybody? Welcome to episode number two of the High Performance Producers Podcast. Uh, On today's episode, we're going to be talking about all things procrastination and um, just some philosophical thoughts in regards to to the effects of procrastination and and how to beat procrastination. and I one of the one of the biggest underlying concepts for procrastination is the excuse of perfectionism, and I, I've seen it I've seen it both myself and I've seen it within other producers within my network and producers within the community. Um, but perfectionism becomes debilitating. Um, the the want and the desire to create that perfect piece of art overshadows and dilutes the the overall objective and the outcome of what you're trying to accomplish. Uh, and so so Jared, when you're when you're thinking about perfectionism and how you've seen it in your own life and how you've seen it in your own community, what what are some of the effects of perfectionism that that you've seen take take hold on some some other producers? Yeah, so so one of the biggest thing that I've seen of uh, procrastination in the sense of making beats or making music in general is that people will think that they like need to finish something right now, and that's like the the, the first sense. And people think that uh, they need to do everything in one session, and it's such a daunting thing that they overlook it, right? And because of that, they feel like they can't make the perfect beat or the perfect track or the perfect song, et cetera, whatever it happens to be in that session that they, they provided for themselves. So like the one thing that I like to tell people is make sure that um, in relation to like finishing your tracks, that you're not worrying about uh, if it's perfect before, like, like moving on to the next one, so to speak. Like everyone will just like take a track and then they get to a certain point and they're like, all right, I'm going to move on to the next one. And they say this track isn't typically, they say like it's not good enough. So that's why they're moving on to the next one. And I see that happen so often, especially in the beat making community where you make a beat and it's not of par. So you move on to the next one instead of working through that beat and maybe getting through that obstacle of so-called perfectionism, which again, does not exist. Nobody's perfect. But again, if, if that's the thing that's stopping you and makes you keep pushing on to the next track, there has to be mm-hmm. this obstacle or whatever's in the way that you need to break. So that's kind of my take on, again, this how perfection might relate to something like music creation. Yeah, well, and I... Um yeah, we were we were just chatting about uh, a, a Harvard study in regards to um, a, a class and and how they. Uh, actually, Jared, I'm going to let you explain that story, but I I think I think that story that you shared is is absolutely phenomenal in regards to to this concept around perfectionism. Yeah, so for sure, uh, I'll kind of explain the story a slightly different way than I did. The, or slightly different way than I did with you earlier. So um, the Harvard class scenario was that there was a student, there was a, a class at Harvard where it was a photography class, more or less beginner photographers, where they split the class in half 
and took 50% of them and said, hey, over the course of the semester, give me the best photo that you can possibly give me. And the second half, they took people and they said, over the course of the semester, give me, uh, take a photo every single day and give me the best photo of those photos, right? So at the end of the semester, both of these groups turn in their photos and what do they realize? Obviously, the groups that made photos every single day did exponentially better than the person that just turned in one photo. Why? Because the entire semester, this person was waiting for the opportunity to take the perfect photo while never getting better. They just stayed at the same exact rate the entire time because they were waiting for perfection, right? And there's a certain sense of this deadline, right, that they have three or four months to, to complete this, again, whatever your semester might be. However, on the other half of this uh, uh, class, right, the people that were taking photos every day, every single day, little by little, exponentially, they're getting better to the point where they get to the end of this class, where they have garnered the skills that over this time period, they've taken better, uh, like if you were to take the points along the graph, again, I, I really like math, they're taking better and better, more quality photos. There's more things, there's more room under that line if you were to do like the math technically. So they're taking more quality photos. And again, this idea of creating this micro deadline of every single day I have to take a photo, you can force yourself to get better over time as opposed to the person that's taking three to four months to do something. So uh, a big tip that I have for people is try to create really small micro deadlines for yourself, whether that be something like a 10-minute beat challenge, which was introduced or introduced to me by Curtis King. That's a great uh, a thing that you can do with yourself. Or it could be make a beat every day or make a beat every week. Um, so that's like the, the first thing that I always like to think about. Um, but in relation to micro deadlines for yourself, has that been something that you've seen helpful? Or like what's one case that you've used that in, in your music creation? Yeah, it's uh, it's huge. So I, I have my daily list of non-negotiables, which are um, my daily tasks that I have to get done every single day. And it goes even back to the perfectionism concept. Um, some some days I do the absolute bare minimum. Um, so playing my saxophone every single day is one of my non-negotiables. Um, but I get to check that box off even if I play my saxophone for five minutes or for 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. Obviously, I would like to play for a full hour and get a full practice session in. But I also... Um, I, I give myself that flexibility knowing that consistency over time is going to produce the, the long-term results that, that I'm looking for. And, um, yeah, just, just thinking about, I, I love the way that you phrased it in regards to those micro deadlines. Um, because if you're hitting micro deadlines, that allows you to hit that, that macro deadline. So when you're thinking about that photography class, you have one half the class that's waiting for that perfect picture that has three months to, to hit that, to, to get that perfect photograph, um, where you have the other half of the class having a micro deadline on a daily basis where they must take a picture. And, and obviously, um, everybody that's listening to that story or listen to Jared explain that story knows who's coming out with, with the higher quality, um, finished product. Uh, and that's, uh, that, it's a weird misconception in regards to quantity over quality because when people think quantity over quality, they're thinking a thinking of a less superior product. But when you think about that concept over time, you're, you're going to actually have a higher quality product or a higher quality track or piece of art. Um, at, at the end of that, uh, 
at the end of whatever time constraint or deadline that you that you put on there. So, mm-hmm. um, extremely interesting concepts, man. But, yeah. but yeah, I that the concept of the um, micro deadlines, I I think ensuring that you have micro deadlines set in place for yourself on a daily and weekly basis, that's going to allow you to hit your monthly, your monthly uh, and yearly. Uh, macro deadlines. Exactly. Yeah, you said it for sure. And I think that's such a, a another great point to make in terms of relating this to something like procrastination and uh, again, music creation and making sure that you're scheduling in enough time to finish the things that you want to, uh, whether that be a project or uh, a sample pack or something like that. But you have to make sure you schedule in adequate time that you can actually finish that in and make it so that it's a sustainable amount of time that you don't burn out. But the tip that I like to give along with this in terms of, again, uh, trying to help people stop procrastinating, it's to make sure that every single day you're writing out your schedule and that you include a specific action that you're taking with your beat making. And literally, again, it could be something as simple as that uh, you're working for five minutes on it or that you're working for 10 minutes on it or something really small. But make sure that you're writing it into your schedule that you're going to do it. And then make sure that you actually take action on it as well as build upon that action, for example, throughout the week and throughout the month to attain a bigger goal. So for example, it could be making sure that you create a track every week and that on uh, making stuff up. But on Monday, you make sure you get the drums done. And then on Tuesday, it's melodies. And on like Wednesday, it's baseline. And then on Thursday, it's mix, Friday, master. And by the end of the week, you have a finished track. And by creating, like again, this daily plan, this weekly plan for yourself, you can try to take small, simple steps. Again, making a drum loop isn't that hard. Making a melody isn't that hard. And if that's all that I have to do today, that's a lot easier to do than to try to do something that's really extreme, uh, such as make an entire project. Like if that's on your to-do list, mm-hmm. that's really tough to do. So like the tip that I like to give in terms of relating this to procrastination is on your daily planner, make really small things that you know that you can accomplish. Again, something as small as making a drum loop, something as small as working and sitting down in front of your machine and uh, working on Ableton, whatever it is, for 10 minutes or something like that. Uh, Creating that habit over time has a a really great effect. Um, And uh, somebody like yourself, uh, coming from the running background, um, I guess you might be able to find a way to relate this to music a little bit, but can you talk a little bit about how making sure that you have this plan in order to get to the point where you can do something like running a marathon, for example, how that can be really effective. And again, maybe relating that in terms of uh, production and stuff like that and creating a finished project, but how making a daily plan and a schedule uh, has affected your workflow. Well, planning planning your day tomorrow, or sorry, planning um, planning your schedule for tomorrow today is is such an important factor. So, um, when you relate it to running, it's a lot easier for for me to to tell myself I'm going to run ten miles tomorrow morning than for me to wake up and tell myself I'm going to run ten miles. Um, yeah. You know, it, it it planning planning far out in advance, or at least a day out in advance, preferably week out in advance. Um, it, it allows you to, to set your, to set your intentions and, and to, to set your schedule in a way that, um, that you know is going to, to allow you to achieve the outcome that you want. Um, and that's in comparison to just waking up at whatever time you set your alarm and not having a game plan. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and even setting setting your game plan in the morning is it's still not, a, in, in my opinion, is still not as effective as, as beginning your schedule the day uh, before. I'll put one, I just want to um, interject you, one thing here. I, I, I completely agree about that. Yeah. It's, it's such a great quote. Like for people that do like make their schedule, I, I make my schedule the night before as well, but like for people that like, again, like if they're forgetting or if it's too late and this applies to, the reason why I want brain cells to forget, if you're procrastinating your beats or something like that and you feel like it's too late maybe to finish the certain track or that, that track that you made from like two months ago, it was like too old or too whatever. Um, there's this quote, um, I think it's a Chinese proverb. I could be wrong, but I think that's where its origins are from. And it's uh, the the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago, but the second best time to plant a tree <laughs> is right now. And I always thought that was like yep. such a g- great quote for like in relation to like what what you're speaking about. And it's like you you always just again I didn't mean to cut you off, but I was just thought that was such an interesting way in, in relation to again that that whole like procrastination idea, but. Yeah, uh, sorry again. Did we yeah. to cut you off? But. No, no, you're good. I no, I I, I love that quote, and uh, um, in in getting back to this concept of just just planning ahead, it it goes back to the deadline piece. Um, so everything that we talk about in regards to um in 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 regards to setting your goals, uh, figuring out what habits you need to develop in order to accomplish those goals, and then looking out into the future to see what that success looks like. It all comes down to being able to. To, to zoom in and zoom out from from that macro and micro level focus and when you're when you're planning planning ahead and when you're jotting down your schedule for me I use Google Calendar um, when you're doing it the night before that that gives you just a little bit more of that macro level perspective and um, a, a little bit more of a clear and intentional perspective on on what it is you want to accomplish for for that, for that day coming up. And, um, I use, and I didn't always do this. Um, I've, I think I, I've been, I've been following this plan for probably four, maybe five years at this point. Um, and it's been, it's been an absolute game changer in regards to the just organization of my life. And, um, yeah, it, I, I can't, I can't recommend that enough. It definitely, I agree with you. It's a game changer for sure. And like, especially like you said, over time it, it takes its mold, um, like I started when I was in college, we would have every single year, especially like doing a whole lot of math, you have whiteboards like everywhere. And uh, that's actually kind of how the whiteboard thing started. That Those whiteboards are literally the whiteboards I used to do math on in college. But um, I would keep, we, we also had whiteboard wallpaper as well. And I would always put it on the, the bunk of my bed, especially like the, the first couple of years when we were like on campus. And I'd write out like my, my day to day, like every single time. So that when I was getting changed, I could just look up at this whiteboard that had what I needed to do every single day. And like that was such a big, like you said, it's a game changer. It has such a huge impact on being able to take action on whatever those things are for the day. Again, whether that be something like making beats or finishing sounds for a sample pack or making sure that you send out something to a certain artist or if you're a manager sending out X, Y, Z, whatever it happens to be. But it's definitely super helpful. Um, The last little thing that I want to touch on for today, and I know those are kind of like the big tips, but one more like actionable step that I that I would like to recommend for people in relation to if you're really struggling to finish tracks fully and that's like the thing that that you're you in terms of procrastination if that's what your problem is um, one thing that for, this comes from Pharrell he recommends or something that he uses is to only keep like three tracks in rotation or something like that so for example if you were to work on one track today and you get 
up to, I'm making something up, but a, like drums and bass, but you never put down chords or melodies or anything like that. It's like, okay, tomorrow, like you, you maybe don't feel like working on it, so you make another track and you only get down maybe the melody and the chords on that one or you get down some drums on that one, whatever. And then it's like, oh, like you move on to the third one and you do the same thing. When you get to that third and final track, instead of continuing that pattern, that habit, we're going to try to change it and try to do something different. And instead, again, through what Pharrell says is, go back to maybe that first track or that second track and try to work through those and get it to a point of what you feel comfortable as what you call completion. Whatever that is for you, everyone has a different, uh, what, what they would call quality, you know? Um, but get it to that point. And once you get that bundle of three tracks finished, then you can start moving on to the next one. So like what we're trying to do is obviously get you to the point of creating more music, you know what I mean? Finishing through and not having so many things sitting on your hard drive, which everyone has experience with unfinished things from months ago or from years ago and whatnot. But it's also getting you into the habit of finishing through all of those things over time and consistently getting these three tracks done. So <clears throat> again, that adds up and eventually... Say you're getting three tracks done a week for uh, a month. You have a project at the end of every month, but that's just like a more actionable step that I kind of like to leave would, would like to leave the audience with because I know we're, we're getting a little bit towards the end of this one. But yeah, anything else that that you had in terms yeah. of being able to beat that that so-called procrastination bubble? Yeah, well, Jared, I honestly I I like that three-track rotation technique and. Uh, that might be something that I that I try and implement. I because I, I I do enjoy working on multiple projects at the same time. Um, and as you know, I, I produce uh, lo-fi and chill hop along with future bass and dubstep. And so with those different types of genres, it allows me to to stay creatively energized when when switching between those tunes. But I I might limit myself to that three track rotation. So yeah. it's um, a little ex- challenge. Extremely interesting technique. Yeah, yeah, I I like it. I I think I'm going to implement that, and we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But uh, but no, man. I think that I think that covers it. And for um, for for everybody that's listening, uh, hit us up. Hit us up on Instagram. Let us know what you think, and, and tell us your experience with procrastination and and how how you've either overcome it or um, if you if you want some more tips and tricks, we're we're happy to share that conversation with you. Yeah, you said it, my dude. Check us out at uh, High Performance Producers on on Instagram and. Uh, hopefully, again, come back for some more episodes of the podcast, some more interviews in the future, and some more tips and tricks to hopefully, again, ignite your guys' music career and give you some things like more high-performance habits and some more tips to beat procrastination maybe in the future again. But hopefully, you guys enjoyed this episode and we're able to get something from it. Uh, if you guys learned something, again, uh, if you, or if you have any questions, shoot us a message on Instagram. But if you learned something, tag us in a, in a, in a story and maybe share this podcast with, with a friend. But Hopefully you guys enjoyed and anything else you want to say for us? That's that's all I got, Jared. Awesome, my dude. Well, then everyone definitely take it easy and have a good rest of your day. Peace. Peace.